Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 386, where Drew and myself will drive you through all the things releasing in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, July 12th, 2017, the second release week in July. But Drew, before we get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops, do you have any feedback or anything from our listeners? Yeah, um, <laughs> when you were whining about uh, what? Uh, you're not. A, I'm not a gen. I'm not a millennial. I'm a gen I, Y. I, no. I don't have a. I don't I, have I, a generation. Well, Wade Le- Wade Ledden felt bad for you. So, okay. Good. Uh, he I'm in. found out that you there's a little micro generation that you belong to. Yes. In between Gen X and millennials, uh-huh. and they're called Xenials. Z e n i a l. Okay. And. Uh, you know they they are known for uh, easily getting sick and okay. taking a lot of vacations. And, so far, so good. And uh, not giving their brother enough respect. So I think <laughs> that's kind of spot on. I believe I am the penultimate generation. <laughs> yeah. So they they are, there actually is a micro generation. It's like a six to eight year span, and it said it's a. Uh, Corresponds with the Star Wars, the last ah, Star so Wars, seventy-seven through uh, eighty-three. Yeah, so like the Star the, the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, I'm right there in eighty-one, so that works out perfectly. Yeah, so I mean, I just don't I don't fit into the millennials because if you like from a work perspective at work, we, we analyze the generations and stuff, and you look at your average millennial, and they have you know like thirty-eight jobs within their lifetime. I've been at the same place for nineteen years. I kind of skewed differently than a lot of the millennials. You're just so. lazy. <laughs> also, I'm fiercely loyal, sir. Fiercely loyal. Whatever. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I've done 385 podcasts. I'm fiercely loyal. <laughs> A typical millennial would have jumped ship and left you many, many moons yeah. ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thank you, Wade. Thank you for having my back. Yes. Um, Michael Lamb thinks you are um, a trooper. Uh I hope he. I hope Kyle recovers from his summer cold. He sounds like he needs a whole bottle of Nyquil. Yeah, no doubt. I applaud him for powering through. So, a little kudo for Kyle. Thank you for that. Yes, thank um, you. Thank you so much. Uh, I always think of the listeners and think, can't take a week off. You know, this this could be the spec week. Yeah. So let's get in there and dig for stuff. Um, lots of people on message boards are saying their image blind box orders have been canceled. Even the folks that got theirs ordered through DCBS. And, uh, and Bob say, did Bob's get canceled? I haven't heard from Bob. Mm, Um, Bob, if you're out there, did, are you, did you get your, cause he got his for like, he got his early, he got it for cheap, and he got it from a site I've never ordered from. So that's why I was like, hmm? Yeah, so probably not. He probably didn't get his either. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the good folks at Cowabunga uh, have ordered, five. Yeah. yeah, you go. Um, so um, we would like, uh, listeners and myself would like to, uh, a, an unboxing. We want you to yeah, crack no that baby open, uh, do a little video, do a, do a Facebook Live or uh, just to f- post a video of, of the unboxing of of the the blind box, so we can see you get that um, that sweet Negan number one. Yeah, because if I can't do it, I want to live vicariously through those who can. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, Cowabunga's listening, and, and we'll do that. We'll reach out to them if they're not, and we'll make them do it. Well, yeah. we'll ask them nicely. 
<laughs> uh, and it's uh, somebody who uh, who has got theirs has already thrown it up um, unopened uh, to sell for three ninety nine or best <sighs> offer, which I don't think is that high. You know, not considering the demand There's and 19- how many people are getting canceled on them. Nineteen ninety two out there in the world. Um, could very well have the that uh, Negan number one in it. Um, eh, I wouldn't pay four hundred for it. Uh, no, no. We we didn't want to do. Uh, the we didn't want to pay two hundred or two fifty for it. So, um, hats off to them. But I still think uh, I, I think it'll ta- it'll go higher than that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I bet you somebody pays more for than that for for that. Um. Uh, he sent us a screenshot of the five hottest comics on uh, comicsgocollect.com. Um, okay. Uh, Carnage. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man 300. Yep. Um, Deadpool. 98. New Mutants 98. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got them in order. You've got them in order so far, by the way. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, uh, uh, one, two, three. Uh, You're not gonna get four, okay. but you might get five. Mm, something, something stupid and current for four, and then I don't know, and I'm not sure on five. Um, and then six is a cable. I can see the ah. top of six is the first cable in New Mutants '94. Yeah, uh, uh, Secret Wars eight, the first oh, black, black suit. Duh. That's number five, and number four is Uncanny X Men two sixty six, the first Gambit. Gambit, yeah. Gotcha. Um, so that movie must be back on. Hmm. I'm guessing. That's why. There was a cool fan made trailer for Gambit I saw the other day. It was pretty rad. With uh, Chang Tatum or somebody else? No, somebody else. They just doing uh, animation? No, no. It was live action. It was actually really cool. Oh. I'll send you, I'll send you the link. I'll post it in the Facebook. Yeah, I've rad. heard that before. I've heard that before. And then crickets on the Facebook page. I'll post it right now while you're talking. Why? Okay. Um, in response to our selling on eBay trust issue question that, in discussion ah, that we had last yeah. week, uh, Michael had this to say. Selling on eBay, I think it depends on the book and how hot it is at that point in time. And sometimes it's just all about the keys. Uh, 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 Amazing Spider-Man 299 will not get as much interest as an Amazing Spider-Man 300. Don't I know it, brother? Mm-hmm. Uh, people are not going to eBay looking for the latest issue of Secret Empire, which is readily available in any LCS or major online retailer. I will say selling on eBay will actually get you market value. I sold to LCS, and they usually give you about 30% of the value because they have to make a profit. We don't blame them for that. Uh, same, same at conventions. Yes, there are fees involved, but I would much rather sell a Saga number 1 for 200 bucks on eBay and pay $20 in fees, then they take it to an LCS and get 60 bucks. It's just such a volatile market. I pre-ordered a 1 in 10 incentive pestilence, number one, for 6 bucks, and it started selling for 30 to $40 the week it came out, so I decided to hold on to it, and now it's dropped back down to 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Also, lastly, eBay provides buyer-seller protection. If you sell on other venues, you're taking a chance. I've heard of many success stories selling outside of eBay, but also horror stories as well. Yeah, I mean, I am on a lot of these Facebook groups 
and I am terrified to sell anything that I care about on it because there's no way to guarantee that anything's going to happen or buy anything I care about on it. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, people pay thousands of dollars for comics on from a Facebook post and wait patiently by the by the mailbox. What's the what's the guarantee that it's ever going to come? And uh, good luck, good luck if you have success on that. Uh, it terrifies me, and I don't want to. I don't want to play in that game. I'd I'd sell in it, but I don't think I want to buy in it. So uh, if if I don't want to buy in it, why would I expect anybody else to want to buy in it? Um, that's that's the only th- that's the pro to eBay, and I think you nailed it on the head there, Michael, because uh, buyer seller protection. Although they usually always take the buyer side, whether they're B and D bags or not. Um, there's a little safety in that, and uh, and I I like that. Uh, a Kyle Ellinger shared a video, uh, <laughs> and what is that? It's really dark. What is that? It's the Gambit trailer. Oh, it's the, that's the fan made thing. Yeah. Oh, neat. So there it is. It's pretty cool. I thought it was pretty rad. Pretty cool. Oh, look at that. That is sweet. Nice, <coughs> and that's not that's not uh, endorsed in any way. No. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So you can't. Nobody can see that, but uh, we can see that. Yeah, anybody uh, like if you want to know what we're talking about, go to facebook.com comics for fun and profit, and it will be in the uh, community links. Yeah, nice. The visitors links. Um. Uh, let's see the. Uh, Hot fire from from Wolf uh, this week is um, Elmer Fudd, the Batman Elmer Fudd special. Uh, thirty dollar book, man. Thirty dollar book, number one one shot comic of the year. Tom King has tremendous range. It is a hot book. Yes, good call. Um, and uh, your buddy got one of those coming in the in his latest DCBS shipment, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, not us. Not us, but he was smart. Is he gonna sell it? No, he's gonna hold on to it. Fool, he's a fool. <laughs> Convert. I wouldn't even read a dang thing. I'd stick it right back out in the mail and send it to somebody for thirty bucks. <laughs> no matter how good it was. And uh, what do we think about second printing on that? I don't know. Third printing, any of those? No. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna do a sketch cover on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I think that's a, a, you know, the heat's on the immediacy of it and the the limited production of it. Uh, I don't think there's gonna be much for the second or third print. I don't think anybody's clamoring for that story. It was just the uh, the scarcity, essentially. Okay. Um, we're gonna have, we're gonna have a crossover between um, uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and Betty and Veronica. Oh, that'll be cool. Uh, in uh, October. Okay. Uh, it's an, gonna be an Ar- on an Archie uh, crossover, and what do you think? Gonna be hot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so too. And it's uh, Paul Dini and Mark Andreco with art by Laura Braga, who does DC Bombshells, if you like that art style. Ah. Yeah, so keep your eye out for that. I just uh, I just came across the wire, and I like the cover. It looks really nice. Uh, that's it for feedback. Anything else happening in the world of comics that's uh, worth mentioning? Doesn't seem like enough. Uh, you and I are pretty juiced for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming coming out. Yeah. Uh, looks really, really good. So excited about that. It's always you good. saw Water- Wonder Woman and? Saw Wonder Woman. Phenomenal. I loved every second of it. It was great. So cannot recommend that enough. DC, good on you. Best DC comic since DC, DC uh, comic movie since what? Since Dark Knight Rises. Wow, going back a ways. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's the Heath Ledger one. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. All right, let's blow it. Let's blow into this sneak peek. <coughs> All right, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Let's click on July twelfth, two thousand seventeen. Click on that table view. Head on down, and Drew, let's start where we always love to start. Let's start in Dark Horse. Oh, I know what I like. Oh. I see Staples variant. Oh, man. Briggs Land, Lone Wolves, number two, Fiona Staples variant. Looks beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Under-ordered. Uh, Going to be hot. Grab it if it's on the shelf. Did you pre-order? I don't remember if I did or not. I'm pretty sure I missed the boat on it. Mm. I wasn't paying attention. I'm used. To, I used to do good at... Uh, searching for my favorite artists for variants, yeah. and um, sometimes I could, could get as long as they weren't like um, one in twenty fives or something. I usually pick them up, but uh, I think I might miss that. How about Be you, Fran? grew Drew? Eh. No, nope, I'm not. Okay, so no real grew play of gods number one does not tickle your fancy. Huh. Uh, American God shed a... St- I still only read the first one. And there's no reason I didn't read the other ones. Um, nope. No interest. Yeah, at this point, there's no real interest there. So, not big swing and miss on Dark Horse, aside from Briggsland, Lone Wolves, number two, Fiona Staples variant. And that's mostly just our love affair with Fiona Staples covers. Yeah. But, um... It's going to be hard to find, so if you see it, snag it up, because what was the last thing that had a Staples variant? Was it that uh, Grass Kings that had a Staples variant that was, it doubled in price right off the bat because it was Staples? I don't remember. I don't remember what her (laughs) last thing was. I don't know. I think it was Grass Kings number one, if I remember correctly, and it was a $10 book out of the gate. So if you see it, snag it up. They usually do well in the secondary market, um, but it's a quick flip. You get it. All right, let's head on down to D.C. Uh, it's called uh, American Way, Those Above and Below. It's a six-issue miniseries. The first issue, written by John Ridley, with art by George Shanti. It's been a decade since the Civil Defense Corps was exposed as a fraud created by the U.S. government for propaganda purposes. While most of those heroes who survived the catastrophe have retired or disappeared, the new American still carries on, trying to keep community safe amid the social turmoil of the 1970s. Uh, you like period piece comics? 
No. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I don't think this looks like something for me. Art doesn't look great either, so um, probably out on that. And, of course, and it'll a, blow up to $40 a freaking book. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> of course, the big one, Dark Days, the casting number one. Scott Snyder, James Tynan IV, Andy Kubert, and John Romita on art with uh, a cover by Jim Lee and a cover by Scott Williams. The Joker's surprise attack threatens to lay waste to all of Batman's carefully laid plans. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to read too much in case anything's spoilery. Oh, it might be spoiler, right? Yep. Did it look did it look that way as you were glancing through? A little bit. So I should stick away from that then. Stay you away. still haven't read the Huh. I've read The Forge. Okay, gotcha. I haven't read gotcha. this yet. Gotcha, just checking. The Forge was good. Yeah, Forge was very good. I mean I hate that they're five bucks, but Yeah, no doubt. More good flash covers. Uh, real pretty. All Forge second printing. Yep, no no cover to look at. Yeah, no cover, but I hear it's just nothing special. Just a collar. Mm-hmm. Change or something. <coughs> I can see why people chase these covers. They're all so sweet. Uh, do you Bizarro yeah, fan? Of- no, we had a bunch of people chasing Jenny Frizen last week. For that the, one was in high demand. The Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, if you are a Bizarro fan, uh, The Life of Bizarro Part 1 begins in Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 12. Uh, I am not a Bizarro fan, but... That was an awesome-looking Gillen March B-cover. Yeah. Sweet, isn't it? An homage to the breaking of... I sold all my Scooby Apocalypse. Oh, you somebody paid you for those? I couldn't get, wouldn't couldn't be happier. Wanted Noice. more. Wanted more where those came from. I don't know what he knows that I don't, but he was psyched about them. And so the fifteenth issue of Scooby Apocalypse is out. It's still doing a B cover. Hmm. Not quite as pretty. Look at that Harley B cover for Suicide Squad, though. Your but, boy Dan Mora and my boy Dan Mora cover B on Titans. Ooh, really? Yeah. Look at that. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Good call on that, man. That is that is nice. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to keep tracking him. His stuff yeah, is sweet. Dan Mora, what? Yeah, he's he's, he's one of my creator to watch. Not that he's underground. A lot of people know of him. <coughs> Nifty f- uh, Jenny Frizen cover on Wonder Woman 26. Um, but one of my least favorite of hers. I'm still kicking myself. This would have been a great run to just put together. Just to have him behold, let alone mm-hmm. sell down the road. I mean, it would have just been beautiful. She needs a book. Put her yeah. on a book. I wonder if she's like super slow or something. Because she only does covers, right? Yeah. I've never seen her do interiors on anything. You double, are you Comics DB double checking me? I am. Dang you. That's all I saw in DC. Yeah, she mostly covers. 
She did a Wicked and Divine? What? Cover. Oh, trade. Trade. Yeah, cover. Oh, cover, yeah. So we're just going to slide down to IDW? Is that cool with you? Yep, let's slide on down to IDW while I look at things that aren't relevant to what we're doing. No, they were relevant. I just wanted to keep it moving. Uh, Dread Gods number one from IDW is written by Ron Mars and art by Bart Sears. With a cover by Tom Rainey, uh, Ominous Press launches with the first of three limited series set in a science fiction fantasy universe of epic heroes and insidious villains. In Dread Gods, gods in a <coughs> fantasy world discover they're actually monsters in a post-apocalyptic landscape. Um, so is that is Ominous Press uh, an imprint, I guess, for IDW? Uh, like an imagey type imprint, maybe? That's kind of interesting, and I, I missed that. I missed the boat on that. I'll have to do a little digging and find out what that's all about. Although that one doesn't yeah, appeal to me, I, I am interested in uh, them doing something besides licensed properties. Yeah, no doubt. Since those haven't been necessarily grabbing us. Uh-uh. In the wallet or in the reader. In the secondary market or anything. Yeah. Uh, Winota Earp. I kind of set that one out that first go-around, even though there was a TV connection. Uh, They're doing a season zero, and the first issue of that is out. If you like Winona Earp, I didn't didn't grab me. Yeah, I read the first one and I just they just felt chintzy. Chintzy is not good. No. That's it for me and you in IDW. Yeah, all right, we're gonna we found a an imprint that we're interested in, but I think that's it, which is better than the average week for IDW. Yeah. So let's head on down to Iman. We've got that um, the 10th issue of Killer Be Killed, and that's going to finish that story arc. And uh, exciting stuff in the Brewbreaker world. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, got another uh, Image of Tomorrow variant for Divided States of uh, America. D- divided States of Hysteria. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's not that impressive. Mm-mm. So uh, I don't... I don't know. We also got some delayed Pride Month covers yeah, that are for coming Deadly out. Class, it's meh at best. Yeah, I mean the the best one was Walking Dead, and I I missed the final order cutoff. So yeah, best one was Walking Dead and Redneck. Yep. Oh, Redneck was good too. That's true. Yeah, Road Image of Tomorrow. Yeah. Eternal Empire. That second issue kind of heated up a little bit, a little better than the first. Um, so I'm hoping this third continues that momentum. It's a good creative team, so I'm, I'm trusting them and, and sticking her with it, even though uh, that first issue was underwhelming. Violent Love, number six. I thought that book ended. <laughs> so, And I, I know I read issue five, and I just kind of thought, oh, well, that's it then. Um, guess not. Guess not. There's an issue six. So I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, think think a book just ended, you know, sadly, with a whimper, and it turns out it, it really hadn't. Um, one of the um, more low key weeks for Image. Yeah, I, I am not blown away by what they're offering uh, this week, and I'm hoping uh, that maybe it's because there's a lull between now and and the and the nineteenth, which is 
the week of of Comic Con. Oh, Comic Con, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they're saving back some of the juicy stuff to have out hot con exclusives uh, next week. I don't know. I was supremely disappointed when Romulus came out from Brian Hill, and now the trade's finally out. I'm disappointed in the price and the fact that it's five months late or four months late. Well, Romulus is top cow. Okay, gotcha. So they don't gotcha. have that same ninety nine ninety nine well, right. entry level thing. Uh, I don't think uh, they may have. There may be instances, but I'm pretty sure most of the top cow stuff. And most of the other imprints don't do the nine ninety nine. It's just uh, Skybound and some of the Im- some of the image proper stuff. It's such a good thing to do that I, I just I guess I just hope that it you get used becomes, to it and it yeah. kind of devalues what a first trade should cost. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it from a reader perspective, but I, I think it's it's probably tough on other creators that you know barely break even on single issue floppy sales and bank on that trade money to you know pay the mortgage and you know if some of them can't afford to do that at 10 bucks i'll buy one for a friend at 17 i won't true that's true that's very true so you want to sell two or you want to sell one yep 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 Wait a minute, you don't have any friends. Oh, now it's a sad <laughs> podcast. How's that work? Uh, there's just a pile of them by the door where I wait for my <laughs> friends to pick them up. <laughs> it's faded over time, wrinkled, sad. Sad Hulk music playing eternally at Metro. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Are we done with image? Yep, we have uh, limped away from Image, so let's head on down to Marvel. Well, your boy Dan Slot continues ah, to uh, Dan to in Slot Kyle Truss. I, 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 I do, uh, I do. Yeah, I'm so tired of 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 his Amazing Spider-Man run. Uh, if if I didn't love Spider-Man so much, I'd drop it. But you do have I the love Superior Sp- um, Auto Octavius back, so I love Superior. But man, just once he became poor man Tony Stark, it just lost appeal like crazy to me. And I don't know if it's me or what. I just no, no. That's why I feel too. It's terrible. It just it, just, it wasn't. It, it it became not my thing anymore. Um, you know, it's it's really good over in uh, uh, the new Chip Zdarsky. Yep, Peter Zdarsky Parker. land, and, and then um, there's renew your vows. Very land, good. And there. then there's Miles Morales land. Very and good. And then there's. The one that was out last week that we didn't know why it was out last week, Land. And... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what that was. Yeah. And we have Spider-Man 2, number one, from Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Justin Ponzer and a Sarah Pacelli cover. This is it, true believers. The moment five years in the making is finally here. The first time Peter Parker and Miles Morales met ended with a question. Who is Miles Morales of the Marvel Universe? Now that the Miles you know and love is with Peter in the Marvel Universe, you're finally going to get the answer to who the other Miles Morales is. And that's just the tip of the iceberg as Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pagelli bring you the next heart-stopping adventure for both Peter Parker and Miles Morales. (coughs) Do we care? 
What was that called? Spider-Man 2, number one. I mean, I kind of like that first miniseries, but uh huh. I don't know if you need to go back to the well again. Wicked little Jesus Sainz cover B there. What about that um, Edge of Venomverse limb variant? That the Gwenpool coming out of there? That's kind of sweet. That is cool as I'll get out. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and you know, Edge of Spider-Verse 2 was the big one. Are they going to just try to copy that and do something cool with Edge of Venomverse 2? Yeah, is, is there something with... Um, Gwenum, Gwenum, exactly. The wall-breaking wunderkin can we call Gwenpool gets a hold of the Venom symbiote and turns into a sword-slinging web, sword-slinging web-swinging master of disaster. Maybe, maybe we're just assuming they should, and they don't. They're not going to. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a little more into the Spider-Man too than you are. Okay, because you were you were big at you were right there you know lockstep with Miles. Yeah, yeah, he's my he's my guy. But the question is this: is this Peter Parker, poor man Tony Stark, Peter Parker, or what? Uh, yeah. I I I usually these kind of things. He's outside of whatever slot nice. slot okay. averse, gotcha. and he's a little he's a little. <laughs> cooler character at that point gotcha, gotcha. Um, we got the fourth issue of secret warriors um matthew rosenberg written book that me and wolf are enjoying very much uh, there you go uh selling okay not as well as it should be but it's uh it's the it's it's a it's a great karnak and it's a nice nice use of humor and uh Pretty good for a Secret Empire tie-in, of all things. Hulk number eight has a John Tyler Christopher cover A, so that may be a little bit of heat on that, because a lot of people grabbing his stuff. Which one's this? Hulk eight. Yeah, he's the guy that does the action figure variants normally, right? Mm, I think so. That's not bad. It's not a bad looking little cover. Star Wars Darth Vader number three by Charles So and Giuseppe Mancoli. Vader sets his sights on a Jedi who avoided Order 66. A Jedi master who's long lived in seclusion. A Jedi more power than any Vader has faced before. Oh yeah, yeah that, that, last, that last issue was pretty sweet. So yeah. um, that, that's going to be it's, good. It's neat. It's a. It's it's still a very Anakin Vader, and it's neat to see that part slowly die. Well, we know he's we know he's got to win this fight. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Because <laughs> he has to get that <laughs> lightsaber, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but but uh, you know, according to issue two, this is the um, this this guy was born and bred only to fight. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I hate to admit it. Because this is Charles Soul, but I kind of <laughs> like this. It's not bad. There two issues in, um, I've enjoyed those first two issues. So I may need to write Charles Soul an apology oh. at some point. 
Um, I don't still don't like his Daredevil. Um, I don't like any of his Inhumans junk. But you know, I I'm mean, starting to come around on this. You're working behind the. Did you watch the Inhumans trailer? No. With with uh, the kid from Game of Thrones. Which kid? The evil guy who tortured his brother-in-law. Oh, the the king that got poisoned, Joffrey. No, 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 no. The the one with the dogs. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's he, cool. He was he was he's great. A, he's a key character in Inhumans. It's a very very weird trailer, and I like him in it, but that seems to be it. Okay. Now it's yeah. gonna the first two issues or first two episodes are gonna be in the theaters. Is that true? Or of what? No, it's a it's it's a Fox series or whatever. Oh, for some reason, I thought they were gonna do the like the prim, the pilots, the pilot or the first two episodes in the theater, and then show them on, on TV again. Or they simultaneously might. I, I, or I'm, I may have tuned out at the actual logistics of it yeah neat but yeah i'm not uh, gonna probably watch it because <laughs> i hated i hated shield yeah. shield got good shield got good uh, after yeah it. people have been telling me that i've kind of slept on it but it was so bad for so long i mean i don't know what they expect <laughs> shield got good when it did its captain cap crossover midway through season two or whatever yeah X-Men Blue 7, Weapon X-5, um, Weapons of Mutant Destruction Part 3. Don't care about any of that. Uh, Weapon X is good. Is Weapon it? X is worth a read, yeah. Really? Yeah. I just like seeing things, cat things, I guess. Zombies Assemble Zero Issue? Any Anything that from Yokasho Kamiyama? <laughs> what was that? Uh, Yusaku Komiyami. Komiyama. <laughs> he pronounced it completely differently both times. Yeah. <laughs> Yusaki Yojimbo. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I'm done with Marvel, so whatever. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on to the back half, to our smaller publishers, to... Red 5. Yeah. Who are doing uh, After Eden number one. Written by Scott Chitwood, with art by Rod Thornton. They are alone on an uninhabited planet with no survivors, survival skills. Supernatural forces torment their every move. Their relationship has been destroyed. They are Adam and Eve, and the fate of the human race not only depends on them surviving, but falling in love again. Love it. Love the concept. Can't wait. Looks really good. That's friggin' cool. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I did not order this. There's no way in hell I'm going to find it. <laughs> I think I have one coming. You can read mine. Sweet. I also have a Cal Exit number one uh, from of Black Of course Mass. you do. <laughs> I have multiple copies because, you know, resist, hashtag resist. Um, written by Matt Pizzoli with art by Amanke Nahulipan. <laughs> Sorry about that, Amanke. Uh, what if a fascist autocratic president took over the United States? You kind of get it. Um, Black Mask, I love it. Uh, getting political. Which means we're only going to get this one, and then nine months later, we'll get the other one. Yeah. Well, it can't be as bad as that Trump dumpster fire that you made me order for you. <laughs> Cover A and C. 
<laughs> Come on up. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, my blood boiled as I hit click. <laughs> Made you type it in and search yep. it. Gotta love it. Yep, yep. <coughs> Animosity 8 and Animosity The Rise number 2, both coming out on the same day. I think that's a good call on them. Uh, Marguerite Bennett, of course. Mm-hmm. We got Centipede number one. I just uh, read this one um, already. Got an advanced copy, and mm. it's written by my boy Max Bemis, uh, with a cover by Francesco Francavilla. It is based on the classic Atari game, and if you real remember the the classic Atari game, you basically just slide back and forth <laughs> and shoot at uh, a, a centipede coming down between various mushrooms. And there are, I believe, some spiders that bounce around occasionally in the game. And that's it. So how do you make a a, a, a comic series, not just a one-shot, a comic series, six issues, I believe, or maybe it's an ongoing. I can't be an ongoing. It's got to be a six-issue miniseries. Um, out of this, well, you tell a lot of backstory, and um, it, it's actually... Pretty interesting, um, worth a read. Uh, I don't know get if it's that gonna... get that classic art cover. Get definitely get the classic art cover. That's the one I have coming um, in print, and it looks like the cover of the Atari box. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for so, us, Drew. it's for us Gen Xers, not the Xenials, but it's more for us Gen Xers because we appreciate that Atari age a little Oh, more. you appreciate the Atari? What happened to your 2600, Mr. Appreciate the Atari? Uh, I think you have it now, maybe? No, what happened to your 2600? Appreciate the Atari guy. Well, I left the window open and uh, it rained. And, uh, uh, my Atari got, got destroyed and, uh, and it was a sad day. I've never let you forget it. I never, I never got to replace it either because, you know, every, all the money had to go to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so compare Centipede to uh, Worst X-Man Ever, which you enjoyed surprisingly more than you thought you would from Max Venus. Yep, yep. and I enjoyed that cross uh, run that he that he wrote. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. But it, is it, it, like, Worst X-Man Ever was a very fun and kind of funny and, and, and campy thing. A little more Just serious. Kind of, a little okay, more cool. serious. Um, but, uh, you know, there's some fun flashbacks, you know, you know fleshing out our... Our hero. I'm not sure how you can make six issues out of this, but the first issue was surprisingly good. But we know you can make one issue out of it. We know you can make one. Yeah, so I did not get the Francisco Francovia cover. I went with the classic art cover. Or maybe I did both. I might have double dipped. There you go. God Shaper number four. Grass Kings number five. Really nice small wood variant on number five for Grass Kings. It's pretty rad looking. Yeah, um, I am uh, five issues behind on a five issue series. <laughs> Grass AKA Kings. AKA, I've not started. Um, and so, and I've heard great things uh, about God Shaper. Our boy Derek likes it very much. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, said so it was really good. I have, uh, I'm. Four issues behind on this one. Uh, it's in my pile to, to be read, and I just haven't got around to it. But, oh, man, there's a Grass King's Greg Smallwood variant. It just said that, yeah. Did you say that? Yes. Oh, look at that. It's really cool looking, isn't it? 
Yeah, I need to make a list of my boys and girls that I like. I like their art, yeah. and I and need just, to when look, we order, just type their name in. Just and type their name up. in. It's like, are they doing anything anywhere mm-hmm. ever? Let me have it. Do we care about a publisher called Keen Spot Entertainment? Uh, sometimes they did something I liked. I can't remember what it was, yeah. but they did well, something. Well, is it Immortals number one? Um, from Rat Queen's artist Owen Gianni and Immortals creator Rob Podcheck. Can you can you reference the book that you're trying to sell as the his creative license? Uh Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's weird. You don't really get credit for something that you're just doing unless it's a a new volume. Yeah, that's it's odd that he says, Hey, here comes Immortal from the creator of Immortal. What? <laughs> yeah, you remember Immortal. It's just coming out right now. That's right. <laughs> okay. But art by Owen Gianni, and how does he have time for this? No doubt. Must be flying through this. Uh, what's up with Rat Queens? Eh, it's meh. Is he is he doing it still? Yeah, still still on it. Because if good. he if he and if he and uh, Weeby have a falling out, I'm pretty sure it's Weeby. Because it'll yeah, be his point, third at this point as Weeby, his artist at this point. So, I think he's the problem. Yeah. We got last song number one uh, from Black Mask. This is written by Holly Interlandy with art by Sally Catrino. Nikki Marshall was saved by rock and roll, or so she likes to think. An awkward upbringing and turmoil following his father's suicide led Nikki to form a band called Ecstasy with his childhood friend, Dre. Music takes him to Los Angeles, raw and gritty and teeming with personalities. Uh, I, I was going to get this, uh, but it was a $5 book. So I might have passed on it. Price tag. Price sticker shock. There you go. From Dynamite, we have Skin and Earth, number one. Written by Lights, with art and cover by Lights. L-I-G-H-T-S? You got it there. Huh. Skin and Earth is a story of a girl looking for hope in a hopeless world. Caught between romance and cults, gods and immortals, and just trying to find a good borscht. Borscht. And Nye Jin is, is led down a dark path by new lovers that reveal a twisted fantasy world and her own true nature. Set in a post-apocalyptic future where corporations rule, this adventurous tale of loneliness, deceit, and self-discovery begins here. Written and drawn by alt-pop phenomenon Lights, Skin and Earth ties directly into her next full-length album released in fall 2017 on Warner Brothers Records. Interesting. Oh, okay. Light. I know. The, I know. Lights the artist. Okay. Right. It's very uh, uh, techno-ish. Techno, not the word anymore, but whatever. <coughs> Dubstep ish. It, it pops on one of my Pandora t- channels all the time. Okay. I could, I could get. I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm hip. There you go. So it should be artsy. So drop acid and read this comic and listen to that album. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, the creators of Comic Book Prophet do not. Does in no way enjoy <laughs> acid of any type. <laughs> uh, those thoughts of Kyle's are his and his alone. 
Oh, did I say that out loud? Crap. Yes, yes. Uh, War for Planet of the Apes, number one, from Boom Studios. Written by David Walker. Art by Jonas Scharf. And a cover by Mikhail Baruco. San Francisco lies in ruins as the war for survival between man and ape rests on the shoulders of one solitary soul. Prequel to the upcoming Fox film. Also read this advanced copy. Uh, preview copy. Not bad. Uh, got me excited for the movie. So, uh, yeah, kind of interesting. It, it's not it's not a bad read um, if you're like the Planet of the Apes. I didn't realize how well all three of the newer incantations of Planet of the Apes have done Rotten Tomatoes-wise. They're a bona fide, really good uh, saga. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Um, that, now, that remake, that was that Mark Wahlberg remake? Yeah. That wasn't great. But the for James Franco on... on Mm-hmm. Good. Good stuff. Thank you. Uh, from Scout Comics, we have Tinkers of the Wasteland number one by Raul Trevino and art by Raul Trevino. Meteorites fell, raising entire cities, reducing civilization to rubble, and leaving behind little more than desolate wasteland. In these badlands, danger is everywhere, and survival is always uncertain. But someone le- somewhat less uncertain if you can get your hands on some chickens. Chickens, though, are scarce. They have been voraciously snapped up by a gang led by a fierce drag queen who has the impossible task of hoarding all chickens. Also struggling to survive in this post-apocalyptic world is a group of mildly deranged orphans, the Tinkers, who happen upon a mysterious and seemingly indecipherable map. The map gives the locations of a secret bunker one of almost mythical status among the tribes of the wasteland. So a super crazy version of Mad Max. Do you think these creators, their editor and publisher, are unaware of the sixty issues of Chew that came before them that where Chicken was a main plot point and was outlawed? And super rare, and was a mainstay in that book. Or do you think they knew it and just don't care? I think they knew it and just don't care. Or do you think they're just oblivious to it? I, I mean, that's. I mean, it's such a weird plot point. It's such a weird thing, and it could have been anything. And mm-hmm. chicken was already used. By John Layman for 10 years. Yeah. Why wouldn't you pick another thing? Egypt Pollo. It could have been any. Doesn't have to be chicken. I I don't think. I I mean, I haven't read this one. Maybe it's so ingrained and it just only works with chicken. It just seems like that's just dumb. Mm hmm. So I'm going to pass on that, obviously. Just out of spite. Out of spite, yeah. I'm angered for John Lehman. I'm sure he appreciates that. I'm sure he does. Anything else in the back half for you, sir? Nope, that'll do it. All right, Drew, this is the point where I ask you what your book of the week is, what's the one to go out, snag up, throw in that short box, and hope to pay off college debt with? Um, Well, it's the Staples variant of Uh. Briggs Land, first and foremost. And uh, that's a no-brainer, I think. 
and then you know if if I'm going to take a flyer, it's going to be that After Eden book on the back half. Small small publisher. I like Edge of Spider Verse two. Good call. As well as let's 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 put a flyer on Spider Man two number one, and see what's happening before between our boy Miles Morales and our boy Peter Parker. I don't think there was something crazy to that up. whole series when it was finished, though. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe somebody will, will come from this that we we're not expecting. So, um, maybe maybe um, are there any new pr- printings? Uh, that kind of jump out at you on the new print list. We haven't taken a glance at this for a while. Um, quick, before we move on, uh, Dark Days, the casting number one. Anything going on there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. Forge didn't do anything, did it? Not really, no. Sold through. Yeah, that's yeah, good, good on them, but I, I don't think it's uh, going to be hot. Let's look at some second printings. And stuff. You know what I hate when they put the chase variants first? Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, impossible through. to find where the... Where is the dang new new printings at? Lord. All right. 451 Media. Let's see. How far down is it? Is it all the way to the bottom? That's, those are chase as well. Jeez. It might... Is there? Hold on, folks. We're getting there. I'm going to go all the way to the bottom. See if... There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. So, Batman 24 third printings. We know that's the um, exciting sketch variant. Um, mm-hmm. Can't wait to get my grubby paws on that one. That'll be fun. Um, hope hope other people are excited about it, too. Enough to pay me for it. That'll be nice. There you go. Um, we've got a second printing of Divided States of Hysteria from Image. Uh, the first issue... We've got Kill the Monitor, number one. Uh, You'll remember that from Kyle's solo cast. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we've got Redneck 3 going to a second printing. So Don- Donnie Cates cooling off is uh, maybe a little premature. <laughs> Perhaps the, yeah. Maybe he's still doing okay. Still got a little heat on him, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Red Hot Shirtless Bear Fighter, number one, going to a second printing. If there's anything naked on a cover, buy it up. Yeah, those are usually chase variants, mm-hmm. and um, I don't. I mean, they're probably worth the eight to ten bucks it takes to get them. Um, I don't tend to do those very often. Got to be something super special. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, third printing of Regression number one. What is Regression about? Do you remember? Not off the top of my head. Uh, Adrian is plagued by gas- ghastly waking nightmares. I understand and possibly treat these off vision. He agrees to past life regression hypnotherapy. Okay. Oh yeah, that, that's I haven't good. read this. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I remember reading that solicit. Uh, the first issue of Winnebago Graveyard gets a second print uh, with a wraparound cover by Katie Skelly, who I don't know. Uh, Did that say four four issue series? Which one? Winnebago? Winnebago. Yeah. yeah, was it always? Nope. Was Shirtless Bear Fighter always a five issue? Nope. I love it when they do that. I love it when they do that. The old bait and switch. Um, Renew Your Vows 8 goes to a second printing. Why is that, Kyle? 
that was the one where um, Mary Jane in the symbiote. Ah. Oh. Okay. Was it? Okay. Yep. Uh, we got Captain America, Steve Rogers, 17. Uh, Defenders number one goes to a second printing. And are these these are different covers, aren't they? On what? Uh, Defenders, Marquez cover? Or is that just Venom's a different the co- same. Old Defender. Man Logan, 25, goes to a second printing. Yeah, Defenders, is the, these are all the same cover. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll just kind of blow through all the Marvel then, because we're not really, generally not doing much. So, we got Darth Maul 3. Nam Wolf going to a second print. You're down in the next round. Yeah, yeah, you said, let's move on from Marvel. Well, I hadn't finished running oh, through sorry. it. But that's okay. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Nam Wolf went to a second printing. Uh, do you have that second printing? Is that the one that Michael sent you? Uh, I believe that I have the first print. That's the first print. Nice. Yeah. Um, American Mythology Productions, Herbland, That Time Forgot, number one. I don't remember that. And that says new printing, Kyle. What does that mean? That, I don't know. Instead of second printing. Hmm. I don't understand that. Hmm. So I steer clear of stuff I don't understand, usually. <laughs> Uh, there's nothing there, number one, second printing. That was a pretty good issue. I liked it. Um, can't see a cover, so don't know whether I should chase that or not. Gonna skip the Jim Henson Power of Dark Crystals second printings. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I moved on. What about the Scout Mindbender, though? Interesting. Same cover? I think they are. I think they are. Uh, The Zombin, number one, looks different. Uh, Heathen 3, I think, is the same. Yep. And uh, yeah, that Zombin was one that we were on the fence about, Kyle, because it looked a little all-age cartoony style on the cover. Mm -hmm. But... It got kind of hot. I think we might have made a mistake on that one. What do you think? It's possible. Yeah. Which wouldn't be the first time. No, 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 no. Won't be the last. Um, I think that's it for me and uh, some new printings to watch out for if you can if you can still make the final order cutoffs on some of those. There you go. All right. I want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along for Drew and myself through comics originally releasing July 12th, 2017. Uh, episode number... 386. Of course, you can always find us at Comics Fun Profit on Twitter, uh, Comics for Fun and Profit on your Facebooks, or drop us a Gmail. Everything can be found at ComicsFunProfit.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes, feel free to toss us a five-star review. Got three of them last week, none of them this week. Ever closer on the road to getting 50 of those and feeling legitimate and whole as a person. Hopefully at that point. <laughs> So, thank you once again for Drew and for myself. See ya.